Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Everybody, listen carefully. It's showtime, everybody! Well, it's about time you're free. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. He's absolutely bonkers. That's my kind of guy. You can laugh about that. That sounds like so much fun. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Todd? Okay, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Call me now, 937-457-1290. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. No sleep till... is our telephone number tonight you know, we had a couple of weeks before Christmas and uh, Christmas music is in full swing but not all Christmas songs are equal some are pretty good some are great some are iconic and some just suck and uh, I thought tonight if you'd like to blow up your least 
favorite Christmas song and rid yourself of that uh, crusty Christmassy grime, uh, we can do that tonight here on the show. 937-457-1290. Also on the show tonight, we have Santa. If you'd like to ask him if you're on the naughty or nice list, uh, we uh, we will ask even my producer, Shoulders, you're gonna. Are you gonna ask? Maybe. Uh, I feel pretty naughty, but I can always ask. All right. Well, we'll get to that later. Well, right. we'll as long ask. as Mrs. Claus doesn't have any pillow talk, I'll be nice. No, no, no. no. She'll she she'll keep her mouth quiet. Uh, we also have uh, oh some food, glorious food news to talk about. A damn it, dog, and uh, idiots of the week. So much more. Uh, but first, we're starting things off with headlines. Extra, extra, read all about it. So what is this big, big news? Set the headlines. I got news for you guys. Headlines. Great news. Well, I don't know if you saw this uh, yesterday, or maybe this news broke on Friday. This was strange. Uh, televangelist Joel Olstein. You know that guy? Yeah. Uh, he's got a church down in Houston. Uh, it's called the Lakewood Church. Apparently, there was a plumber there doing some work, and he uncovered a stash of cash hidden behind some tiles in a bathroom wall. Now, back in 2014, there was a, a burglary of some sort. The money disappeared. But they, uh, the plumber found uh, $200,000 in cash, $400,000 in checks, and uh, they contacted the police, and they think it might be part of this March 2014 theft. But I was thinking about this, you know, because a lot of televangelists, they're, you know, they're pretty, uh, I don't know how to put it, uh, corrupt. You know, it's a, maybe the way, and I'm not saying that this Joel Olstein is. I, I don't know much about him, but let's be honest. There's been a lot of TV televangelists who have ended up doing time. You wonder if maybe this money was hidden inside the church in case of an emergency. But I don't know how that works with the checks because the checks at this point would not be valid. So it's very weird. Like how did $200,000 in, ca- $200, in cash and $400,000 in checks end up inside a wall? Clearly somebody was hiding it there, but for what purpose? I hope the police investigate this further. Because something uh, something seedy's going on. I don't know. I think they're going to give up. I think they're just going to say, you know what, six hundred thousand dollars. Let's not investigate. Maybe, maybe so. Maybe they're getting paid off too. Who knows? We're not messing with God. Yeah. Uh, billionaire and Dav- uh, Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban has reportedly bought the town of Mustang, Texas. Uh, Cuban says he bought it from a buddy who had to sell it. Mustang is seventy-seven acres. Sits about 45 minutes south of Dallas, has a population of 21. And it features a trailer park and a strip club called Whispers Cabaret. Uh, No word exactly how much he paid, but in 2017, the town was put up for sale for $4 million. Now, here's a question. How does one buy or sell a town? Because I thought a town was just, it's like a collection of, Property owned by many different people, right? The city that you live in or small town or whatever, that's kind of the way it is. I don't think one person owns the whole town. I'm not sure how that works unless he just owns all of the acreage and people rent it from him. But then 
did he start his town? Did he just say, I own all this uh, acreage and I'm going to put in a strip club and a trailer park and I'm going to start my town? Kind of interesting. I don't know how one does that. Uh, New Jersey police officers facing charges after he allegedly hit and killed a pedestrian walking along a highway. But then, instead of reporting it, he put the body of the victim in the backseat of his car and drove it home. After a brief discussion with his mom on what he should do, the officer who was off-duty at the time drove it back to the scene of the incident while his dad reported the accident. When officers arrived at the scene... The victim's body was still in the backseat of the officer's car. He was arrested. And listen to this list of charges. Holy cow. Uh, Reckless vehicular homicide, desecrating moving human remains, leaving the scene of a crash resulting in death, endangering an injured victim, tampering with physical evidence, hindering one's own apprehensions, conspiracy to hinder prosecution, obstructing obstructing the administration of law, and two counts of official misconduct. Holy cow. A uh, passenger in the car and his uh, dear old mom have also been charged with conspiracy. Uh, oh, we have an idiot of the week. This is a good one. You are a stupid, stupid idiot. Comes from upbringing. Parents are probably idiots too. Idiot, Wake up, idiot. Silly dilly dokio. I'm an idiot. Yeah, that's true. You know that old joke when somebody says, uh, "How do you get rid of a spider in your house? You burn the house down." Right? Guess what? (laughs) This happened in Dickerson, Maryland, but it wasn't spiders. It was snakes. A uh, homeowner there accidentally burned down his 10,000 square foot, $2 million home in an attempt to get rid of its snakes. Uh, According to reports, the man had been dealing with a snake infestation and decided to smoke out the snakes. However, the coals he used to create the smoke were placed too close to other combustible materials, and that started the blaze. Uh, the, the house is uh, pretty much wrecked. I mean, there's a small portion. I saw pictures of it. Uh, but on the good side, no sign of the snakes. So I guess this worked. But that's pretty idiotic, don't you think? Yeah. Uh, Oklahoma high school student in the town of Stillwater was arrested Tuesday after taking a school bus on a 20-minute joyride through the town. It happened around noon. School officials there were tipped off by a few other students who witnessed the bus theft. Police quickly tracked down bus 49, and the driver uh, pulled the bus over and was taken into custody. School officials say the keys were left in the ignition of the bus. You know, I pulled a lot of pranks when I was in high school, but stealing a bus was never, never crossed my mind. And there, I'm sure there would have been opportunities. But it just never crossed my mind. In fact, I don't know that I've ever heard of a story of a high school student stealing a school bus and taking it for a joyride. Uh, And it may sound like a Christmas movie plot, but thieves in Berlin, Germany, broke into a toy store last weekend and made off with over $7,000 of Lego toy sets. Cops say they believe the caper could be part of, and get this, this is crazy. Who knew? Part of an international Lego crime ring. According to a collector who runs a website dedicated to Lego, there is a global black market for stolen limited edition Lego sets. $7,000. That's like what? Three sets? Four sets? (laughs) Some of those sets are pretty expensive. 
Um, and I, I was thinking about this. You know the whole Bitcoin thing? Yeah, I don't quite understand how all of that works. But the but using Legos as currency, <laughs> fancy, expensive Legos, that might make some sense. You got a bag of Legos, we could do we could do business. Bitcoin, I don't get it. Shoulders, you have a comment about Legos? I I would just want to know how to get involved in this. How to get involved in the ring. In the black market yes. uh Legos? Yeah, I spent fifty dollars for a little X Wing the other day. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Girlfriend was sad, so I thought I'd cheer her up. I spent a hundred bucks on a Lego version of the Wright Brothers flyer years ago for uh for my son and me. We put it together. And then we then I used it for a uh, TV promo when I was working in television. And the idea was is the plane crashes. Then the plane crashed and the pieces went flying everywhere and I just never bothered to put it back together. Do you prefer set Legos or creating your own with leftovers? Uh I like creating my own. Yeah, me yeah. too. I mean models are fun, but it's like once you're done with it, okay, great. But if you're like you said, like a Star Wars guy, if you want to, you want to have it, you know, and have it look like a, you know, one of the spacecraft, you got to f- follow the instructions, and then you want to display it, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, this is the uh, Evening Edge nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. If you have a Christmas song you'd like to blow up, you've just had it with Christmas music already, or maybe you have one that you can't stand. For example. Uh, this would be my number one least favorite Christmas song. The mood is right. The spirit's up. We're here tonight. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Feels good. I gotta say, love your show. We listen to it here. We listen to it at the lake. You're on all the time. The Evening Edge with Todd Host. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Feeling good, Todd. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him now at Evening Edge Todd. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Back here on the Evening Edge every Sunday night at this time. You can find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. And I'm on social media at Evening Edge Todd. If you have a Christmas song you absolutely despise and would like to blow up, by all means, 937-457-1290. You can also ask Santa... If you're on the naughty or nice list, if you feel like it. Now, I just played Wonderful Christmas Time by uh, Paul McCartney and Wings, which that song, that bouncing, drives me nuts. But Shoulders, my producer, shockingly loves it. It's a a good song. It's art. It's art? It's art. You think that's art? Absolutely. One of his best after leaving the Beatles. One of his best? After leaving the Beatles. Oh, man. Yeah, for sure. I saw that he makes about a half a million dollars a year in royalties just from that song, that one song every year. And that's not bad. I mean, you know, if you could come up with a Christmas song that gets a lot of airplay. But I'll tell you what, if it wasn't Paul McCartney on that, 
Nobody would play that song. I would. No, you wouldn't. I would. What if it was David Cassidy? The late David Cassidy from the Partridge Family. Hey, I would listen to it on repeat. You're insane. It's not my favorite, but it's a good song. And it's the 80s Christmas songs were perfect. New Christmas stuff is too poppy. All the pre-stuff, all the classic stuff is just awful. That 75 really? to 95 is the sweet spot of Christmas music. You don't like the uh, the old 50s and 60s? No. Uh, really? Can you kill Little Drummer Boy for me? Oh, I can. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah, hang on. Here we go. And this one hurts me because I love David Bowie, but this is Bowie and Bing Crosby. Awful. And just that song in general. Our finest gifts we bring. Now, I got a, uh, a message on Facebook from somebody, Pat and Dayton. Uh, this one. I've never heard this before. Listen to this. Santa's got a little friend. His name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey. You'll never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Gotta say, love your show. We listen to it here, we listen to it at the lake. You're on all the time. The Evening Edge with Todd Host. Often irreverent, seriously funny. And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. Could this day get any more fantastic? Let's get on with it. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Todd? Okay, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Call me now, 937-457-1290. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Every Sunday night at this time, blowing up your least favorite Christmas songs. If you got one, 937-457-1290. I was was enjoying that. You like, oh, that's an awful one. I mean, that's worse than Little Drummer Boy that we played earlier. But I would agree, a Little Drummer Boy is pretty bad. So if you've got one, give us a uh, give us a call, and we'll uh, blow it up. Also, you can ask Santa if you're on the naughty or nice list. I got a new survey by one poll, which reveals that 25% of people say they belong on Santa's naughty list this year. I would 25%. Come on, that that number's got to be higher. Just look at all the nonsense uh, that's happening. You see it online you see it in the news it's all over the place there's got to be more than uh, just 25 percent of people who are on uh, the naughty list but being naughty is no longer naughty there's a new level of naughty you have to be to be considered naughty you think yeah we're all not a coal we're going under uh other findings 80 percent of naughty people believe they should still receive holiday gifts this year 
75% of people will buy themselves a holiday present this year. Uh, that's what I'm really good at. It drives my wife absolutely nuts. Uh, I just buy my own stuff. And then she's like, well, I need something for you for Christmas. And I'm like, well, I, I just got these new vans and I, I got that new watch. Remember, you know, <laughs> and then she's like, come on, why are you doing this to me? Uh, 76% of people say they are the best gift giver. Yeah. Uh, but if you'd like to ask Santa, if you're on the naughty or nice list and uh, blow up your least favorite song, you can give us a call, 937-457-1290. Uh, Robert in St. Augustine, yes. Florida. What's going on, Robert? Yes. Hey, I, I agree with everything you said about most of these songs. Yeah. But the uh, Bowie and Bing Crosby song has a fascinating story. Oh, let's hear it. Um, Bowie was talking about how that people were trying to get them to do this song together, and Bowie didn't want to do it, and Ben Crosby didn't want to do it. He was like, who's this young freak? And <laughs> Bowie's like, who's this old guy? Right. And Bowie's mom said, you got a chance to play with Ben Crosby? You better do it. And Ben Crosby's kids said, you got a chance to play with Bowie? You should do it. And, and wow. they did it in one take. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I watched the video before the show. And uh, if you've ever seen that, I remember seeing that on MTV, you know, back back in the day. And it was like, yeah, yeah, like Bowie shows up at the front door and he thinks Bing Crosby's the butler, you know, and he says, oh, well, the guy who lives here lets me play his uh, piano whenever I want to, you know, so come on in. You can play the the piano. But uh, yeah, that's the story of the mom and the kids. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, that's cool that they did it, but that is just the worst song. Don't yeah, you think? Well, just you know, awful, awful, awful. Uh, uh, Paul McCartney and Elton John songs are worse. Oh, the Step Into Christmas. Yeah, I'll oh, have to find yeah. that one. Let me find that. Yeah. Let me see. Hang on. Don't go anywhere. Let's, uh, let me see if I can find that one. Step in. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Get it going here. Shoulders, my producer, is uh, flabbergasted. Because he likes this one, too. He must just have really bad taste in music. Yeah, I think he... Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the obligatory Christmas song. Like you're a pop star, and you're like, well, I got to do at least one Christmas song. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Yeah, that one Thank needs you. to bl- Yeah. Yeah. Now, would you like to ask Santa if you're on the good or bad list? Uh, I already know. Oh, you already, you already know. <laughs> There's no sense in uh asking no Santa bothering him with uh with that question tonight. All right. Well, Robert, I appreciate you calling, man. Call anytime. That line's open 937-457-1290. It's funny that you like all the songs that uh, other people think are garbage. No, you think they're garbage, and your well, listeners I do, think they're garbage. But I, but I think I'm I'm uh, I'm in the majority here. You can think you, a lot of things. You you are uh, you've got weird taste, apparently. Clearly, I listen to this show. Well, Todd. that is true. Uh, we have a new feature called WTF. WTF. Wow, that's messed up. What the hell is going on? WTF. Told you it was an in-scratcher. Very perplexing situation. WTF to that. Oh, I believe you. It's just the craziest thing I've ever heard. What the f*** is going on?
So these are uh, these are stories that just uh, there's no explanation to them. I mean, you hear it, you go, "Oh, well, I know what this person was doing," but why? You know why they did this or what they were thinking? WTF? Uh, here's the lesson to this story. Uh, when playing with your military munition collections, please remember to always wear your pants. Bomb disposal experts were called to a hospital in Gloucester. Gloucester? 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 Is that right? England? After a man told uh, doctors there, there was a World War II anti-tank shell lodged inside of his rectum. Uh, <laughs> the explosive ordnance disposal team arrived at the hospital on Wednesday morning after hearing that a patient uh, presented doctors with this problem. The item had already been removed by the time doctors got there. That's, I mean, if you're not a bomb expert, should you be doing that? I would think you would want to isolate this guy somewhere. Like you've got some sort of anti-tank uh, shell or grenade or whatever it might be in your butt, <laughs> I would think he would not want him in your in your hospital. You'd be like, no, you gotta, we gotta get you outside. We need you out of here, and we'll call the bomb disposal team, and they can come take care of this. What shoulders? If a guy wants it in there, just no, leave it in there. But but they didn't know at the time whether it was live or not. They should have never pulled it out. Let him suffer the consequences. The unnamed patient told uh, doctors upon arrival that he slipped and fell. Name yourself. On, on the two-inch wide artillery shell. Uh, the media outlet reported that the shell was part of his military memorabilia collection. This is crazy. You remember a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we had the story about the, shenan the shenanigans with the, uh, the uh, air compressor where a guy died at his job because he and another dude were fooling around with the air compressor hose. And this guy got a bunch of air shot up there and he ended up dying from this. And they said, oh, it was an accident. It's not an accident. This stuff is never an accident. Nobody accidentally sits or falls on a two inch wide military shell. It just doesn't happen. It does not happen. Uh, according to the British newspaper, the Metro, procedures to remove objects from patients' rectums cost the national health system in Great Britain around $450,000 a year. Leave it in there. And I, uh, I found actually some stats on this. Uh, since 2010, the rates of rectal foreign body removal has increased. It's gone from just over 200 a year to nearly 400 a year for men, but for women, it stayed almost flat, just a little higher. So men clearly are the ones that enjoy this. And uh, the top ages for this between the ages of 20 and 30. You're in your 20s. Shoulders, why, why is your face turning red? Nothing. I would never. I'm right smack in the middle of this. Oh what did God. I tell you? A guilty conscience yeah, yeah. gives no punishment. So uh, so we got that story, and then I got this one from a listener uh, in Atlanta. Dear Todd, I've been listening to your show here in Atlanta on WSB. Why aren't you on live? Well, I don't know. That's a question for them. You have to ask them that. 
Uh, your show is interesting to say the least. I like your Idiot of the Week segment, and the link below is about a woman from my hometown of Thomaston, Georgia. Needless to say, the story violates all the gun safety training I've had over the years. Great show. Mark in Atlanta. So here's his, uh, here's his story. Yeah, and this would be a, an Idiot of the Week. A Georgia webcam model uh, named Laura Damon, 27, is recovering after an alleged sex stunt went awry. According to one of her roommates, the woman was reportedly alone in her bedroom recording a video for her sexual platform uh, performance on Chatterbait. During the sex stunt, the woman inadvertently discharged a firearm into her nether regions. Who does this? Who does this? I understand the the joy and the potential pleasures. I get it. But why military munitions? Why loaded weapons? Why, why, why? I don't get that. According to police and paramedics, the woman was using a 9mm handgun as a prop. And it accidentally went off. Uh, another roommate who owns the gun. Now, would you want the gun back after that? That's the other question. No, thanks. <laughs> you, you can keep it. I'm just impressed. Nine millimeters does it for a girl. Uh, says he was in the kitchen walking to the bedroom when he heard the gun go off. Upon reaching the bedroom, he says he found the woman with a small amount of blood on her leg. And she, at that point, reportedly apologized <laughs> for shooting herself. Uh, it's unclear whether the woman was broadcasting live at the time or the mishap of the mishap or if the clip was slated to appear on the porn platform at a later time. And the woman was rushed to the hospital by a medical helicopter. She's since recovered. So that's good. Uh, the incident has been called uh, reckless conduct but will not likely result in criminal charges. So there you go. Good for her. Good for her. Kind of gives a new meaning to the term crotch shot, doesn't it? I just wanted to call and thank you. You make me smile. Please take our mind off of those heavy issues that are weighing heavy on my heart. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Often irreverent. Seriously funny. Stop kidding with me, Todd. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him now at Evening Edge Todd. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Well, you've all heard the story about Rudolph and his nose. But I'll tell you a Christmas tale that never has been told. Now, Shoulders, do you know this one? Well, you may think I don't. you've heard it all, but you ain't heard this nothing This is from uh, Linda listening online about in Grand Rapids, Michigan. She wants North us to Pole blow this one up. I approve. Joe Diffie. The, the late Joe Diffie. He had to call and say, Leroy the Redneck oh, Reindeer. Roy, who lived out in the sticks. He said, Santa's really counting on me, and I hate to pass the buck. Leroy said, hey, I'm on my way, and he jumped in his pickup truck. Back here on the Evening Edge. Every Sunday night at this time, 
Find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. And I am online. Find me at Evening Edge Time. If you have a Christmas song that you absolutely despise and would like to have it blown up, 937-457-1290. And you can also ask Santa if you're on the naughty or nice list. Yes, shoulders. I do have one request because you've been pretty rude about this (laughs) and blowing up good songs. Just know Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Keep it sacred. Keep it sacred. Just that one. That's all I'm asking. All right. If we'll a, see. If listener we'll see. calls. Look, we'll see. You tell them no. We'll see. I'll hang up the phone on them. They go through me first. I know they do. I know they do. Uh, but if you've got if you've got a uh, a request for one, give us a call. Now, here's one from uh, Mark listening uh, here in Dayton, Ohio. We're on all the, uh, the Cox stations. We're on uh, well, almost all of them. All the talk stations, WOKV in Jacksonville, WSB in Atlanta, KRMG in Tulsa. Thanks for listening. Hope you're everybody's having a great holiday. Uh, but Mark in uh, Dayton says this song right here, he cannot uh, stand and wants us to blow up. So I don't mind this one, but I can understand why it would get under your skin. Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Feliz Navidad, Romero Año y Felicidad. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. He says it gets stuck in your brain once you hear it for like 24 hours. Uh, that Can't get it good. out of your head. Song. You like that one too? No, I'm just saying if it gets stuck in your head, that means it's a good song. I suppose, but uh, I could see where after a while it would just really get to you. Nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. If you've got one, we've got some food, glorious food news. <laughs> Food. Oh, what's your favorite food? No, flavors here. Food. This is a lot of food. Isn't it glorious? How you get so big that you own a biscuit? This is so scrumptious. Now, I don't know about you, but I like my mayo uh, the American way. Just plain, straight mayo. Uh, Heinz Company in the UK, they are releasing for Christmas a limited edition mayo flavored uh, called chocolate orange mayo. The mayo is infused with orange oil, chocolate cream, and chocolate orange segments. What are chocolate orange segments? Is that pieces? I guess. Pieces of orange and mayo? Ugh. Uh, Here's a new survey from CandyStore.com. Worst holiday candy, number 10, peppermint bark. Number 9, chocolate oranges. Number 8, ribbon candy. Is that what those little dots are? Maybe? I'm not sure what ribbon candy is. Uh, Non-peppermint candy canes, peeps, old-fashioned hard candy mix, and Christmas nougat. Mm. I recently found your show. You know, a lot of times you hear people tooting their own horn, but your commercial is true. You are funny. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Often irreverent, seriously funny.
Dude, it's Sunday night. Stay focused. This night. Come on, let's have fun. Personally, I couldn't care less about your politics. Come on, man. Life now. Every Sunday, night clockwork. You guys are going to have fun. <laughs> the Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Todd? Okay, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Call me now. 937-457-1290. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. No sleep till... songs that you cannot stand. We've had some good ones. We've had uh, Elton John step into Christmas. We blew that one up. Little Drummer Boy, we blew that one up. I want a hippopotamus. One that I, I've never heard before. This donkey song. We, we played this last hour. This uh, Dominic, the uh, Christmas donkey. I've never Santa's heard this. Santa's got a little friend, his name is Dominic. The cutest little donkey, you never see him kick. When Santa visits his paisans with Dominic, he'll be. Because the reindeer cannot climb the hills of Italy. Have hey, you heard this one before, shoulders? No. It's Dominic the donkey. Jingity jing. The Italian Christmas donkey. La, la, la. 
Can you imagine going into uh, record label's uh, office and say, hey, look. And by the way, the artist named Lou Monty. Lou Monty. Uh, I've got an idea for a song for Christmas. I know, you know, Christmas songs, you, you, they're tough to come up with. That's the, the ones that aren't traditional. It's not easy to come up with a Christmas song. I've tried. It's not easy. But I've got this idea. It's about an Italian donkey named Dominic. Now, what is, is this the donkey that Jesus is supposed to be riding? Right? Well, isn't that the story? Isn't that the Bible story that Jesus wrote? Or maybe it was Mary. That was Easter that Jesus rode in on a donkey. Well, that, well see, that's what I mean. I know there's uh, some sort of donkey in the, uh, in the Bible, right? Because he's in the bale of hay. That's the donkey barn. Because there was no room for a bed. At the inn. Right. Right. So maybe, is that what the donkey's supposed to be? Is that supposed, or what? It's the donkey who's trying to find his feed because Jesus is laying in it. I have I have no idea. I, I don't know. But somebody came up with an idea for Dominic, the Italian donkey, the Christmas donkey. Almost as preposterous as saying Step Into Christmas is a bad song. There's no, oh my God. Look, I, I don't, that was a caller, right? A caller said they don't like the Elton John song. You agreed. Well, it's not the greatest. There are other better Christmas songs. So if you've got one, 937-457-1290. Gee whiz, shoulders. You're very uh you're very sensitive when it comes to Christmas music. I never I didn't realize that about you. When you blow things up that are art, if I went in and just punched the Mona Lisa in the Louvre. You can't compare the Mona Lisa to you and you said uh protect uh with all my strength and uh Braun, the uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer. Because you, you think that that's classic. Absolutely classic. And you have 47 minutes to prove that you will do that. For me, that's oh, my no. present. I'm, I'm hoping that somebody calls up and requests that. In fact, I posted that on my Facebook today. I said, what are your, your least favorite Christmas songs? The ones you absolutely hate. I'll start. And the first one I put up was Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Was it really? Yes. And two or three people said, oh, yeah, you win. You, I agree. I, I didn't make this joke. I, I genuinely love that song. I did not know you posted that. Yeah. Unintentional. Yeah. You know what's, what's worse than that song? It's the animated special that they tried to do based on that song. I've only seen the main music video. I didn't know there's an animated there special. Apparent, yeah. There's, there is a... And the other night on my uh, local show here in Dayton... We had somebody uh, call in and comment that that is the one one of the uh, guilty pleasures that they have at Christmas time is watching the Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer animated special. I've I've never seen it. I knew it exists, but I just the, I hear that that name and I'm like, it's it's crap. You know it's gonna be crap. Uh, 937-457-1290 if you want to blow up a Christmas song. We also have Santa Claus here. Uh, if you'd like to ask Santa if you're on the naughty or nice list. Santa's a pretty good judge of character. Last year, you know, my wife said I should play this. I should find it during uh, a break coming up. I had a caller last year who called my uh, show here in Dayton and asked Santa whether or not he was on the naughty or nice list. And... <laughs> 
He did not like the response, and he went nuts. Pretty good. Pretty good. Maybe you'll, uh, maybe I'll find that and uh, play it uh, later on. Uh, are people going to holiday Christmas parties? I've seen some pictures so far uh, into the season of a few, but uh, I don't know if the pandemic is still causing uh, businesses not to have Christmas parties. Uh, a lot of companies just they've just dumped them all together because of liability, people drinking, you know, and then driving, and then ultimately, the company I guess is responsible. But it also costs a ton of money. Like I remember going to a few uh, parties years ago where easily, easily they dropped twenty five, thirty, forty thousand dollars. Just insane. And now budgets, everybody's budgets are being cut. Uh, but a new survey by uh, HR News reveals that thirty five percent of people have regretted their actions at a holiday office party. Yeah, I've never done anything at an office party that I regretted because as much as I love to booze it up, uh, when I go to uh, business functions like that, I'm just like, no, you, you got to be on your best behavior. And I remember going to a Christmas party for uh, another radio company that I used to work for. And the head of radio was uh, in town for the party. And in the midst of uh, the celebration... He's standing over in the corner, of course, by the bar. And somebody, I don't know if it was the GM, the local GM was speaking. He was on stage. He was talking. This guy yells and then drops his drawers and just moons the entire Christmas party. And this was the head of radio. And it wasn't Cox Media Group. I promise you that. Did he get fired then on Monday? No. I'm going to do that at but our see Christmas this, party. But he was, he was the head of the company. He was the head of radio. Nobody's going to fire that guy. Was it nice to see? No, it wasn't nice to see him drop his drawers. Was it a nice just rear end? No. No. Pimply? No, it was it was it would be like if I did that. And nobody wants to see that. Ugh. Yeah. Exactly. Cottage cheese. Yeah. But. He 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 was uh, he was a big guy. He was a chunky dude. Nobody wants to see that. You're not chunky. No, I, I'm fat. I know. You're I, thick. I, I'm thick. <laughs> 45% of people say they've kissed a coworker at a holiday office party. 28% of people have made love to a coworker following a holiday office party. Uh, 30% of people have let an office secret slip at a holiday office party. Yeah, that's uh, that usually happens. Lots of times, like after the beginning of the new year, that's when they start letting people go. Because some companies that have a heart, they don't want to destroy your your holiday. And they'll wait until after the new year. I remember when I got fired from a uh, radio station, it was like first day back from the holiday break. Out. You're out of here. Uh, 34% of people have been hung over the day. Well, whatever. Uh, 20, 26% of people have gotten so drunk at their holiday office party that they do not remember their actions the next day. That is uh, That is nuts. Uh, well, maybe you've had uh, an experience like that at a holiday office party. Hit us up, 937-457-1290. Shoulders, you uh, you took a call off the air, and you were uh, laughing quite heartedly. Do you care to share? Uh, a, fr a friend of yours um, who you have 
long been out of contact with wanted to let you know he, he loves 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 grandma got ran over by a reindeer his favorite song he sings it with his wife oh one honestly just a lovely listener I got you. Okay. Well, don't you dare. I'm gonna go ahead and. Uh, don't you dare. Yeah. I will take you off the air, sir. No, you sir. won't. No, you won't. No, My you heart won't. is racing. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I recently found your show. You know, a lot of times you hear people shooting their own horn, but your commercial is true. You are funny. The evening edge with Todd Holst, often irreverent, seriously funny. So, Todd, what are you going to be when you grow up? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him now at Evening Edge Todd. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Back here on the Evening Edge every Sunday night at this time. Find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcast. Find me on social media. At Evening Edge Todd, you can email me, eveningedgetodd at gmail.com. Tonight, among other things, we are blowing up Christmas songs that you absolutely cannot stand. If you've got one, I will find it, and I will bring it to its knees. Destroy it right here on the show. Uh, 937-457-457. 1290. I did find that call from the guy who called my show last year at Christmas and uh, got very upset because he, uh, he his name was on Santa's naughty list. So uh, maybe coming up after the news here at 830, we'll, uh, we'll play that. Uh, John in Maumee, Ohio. What's going on, John? Oh, good evening, Bob. Just uh, working our way up toward Ann Arbor to deliver in the morning. Oh, wow. Okay. You're out there uh, driving a truck. I love the, the truckers out there. So do you have a uh, Christmas song that you'd like me to blow up? Well, yes and no. Oh, okay. Um, if Bob Seeger ever did a Christmas song, I would want that blown up. <laughs> not that the man's not talented and all that. I just don't like his style of music, et cetera, et cetera. Well, I would think that he would have done one but, by now. Well, the thing is, I don't like him, so I don't <laughs> listen. So I don't know if he's done one or not. Yeah. <laughs> but Shoulders and I were discussing it a little bit. Uh, the songs, most of the songs you've blown up. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Grandma Was Run Over by a Reindeer. Right. But I like the other songs, and I think it's because Christmas music used to depress me. I mean, it was slow, it was draggy. Yeah, and I got gotcha. you. It would depress me. And so when McCartney and uh, George... Um, Michael. Uh, George, George Michael, Michael yeah, and Wham. Yeah, I like yeah. that one. Uh, I like the ones that move along faster, and that lets me t- you know, keep from getting depressed by the slower ones, like uh, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. I mean that I I get so <laughs> bummed out by the end of that song. Right, right. But uh, I did have a uh, Christmas party story for you. I wanted to tell you about last week, or I guess it was Friday. But okay, yeah. Let's I hear. Worked it. At a, I worked at a company uh, some years, quite a few years ago, thirty-five plus years ago. Now I think about it, John. We got about a minute, so get to it. Just okay. let, so you know. Yeah. Well. 
uh, a hot girl came to work at the company, and I, I mean, tall, beautiful blonde. I, I was interested. Smoke you. So, yes. Yeah. At the Christmas party, I tried to get to meet her, and I mean, she shut me down just like that. Wow. But as no the soup for flowed, you. As the evening went, it what it did turn out to be because. Uh, she wound up having sex with like six different guys that night. Wow. That yeah. is a uh, welcome to the company uh, party. Holy cow. Yeah. And the worst <laughs> of it was, yeah. was she was the owner's granddaughter and nobody oh. knew it. Oh, my gosh. But wow. she well. humiliated me so publicly, I was in the clear. Well, be, yeah, be glad that you were humiliated. That's uh, that's great. Otherwise, you could have been on that uh, that train. And uh, that train would probably crash right into the uh, ravine. I appreciate your call, John. Have a good one. 937-457-1290. If you'd like to blow up a Christmas song, give us a ring. First of all, let me say that I love your show. I mean, you're the bomb. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Often irreverent. Seriously funny. to call. You call me. You better call me. Damn it, get me a phone. Call me on my radio. I'm gonna call you. You got him on the radio. You won't make a simple phone call. What is wrong with you? The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Todd? Okay, yeah, he's a lot of fun. Often irreverent, seriously funny. Call me now. 937-457-1290. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Every Sunday night at this time, find the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. And I'm on social media at Evening Edge Todd. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We are blowing up Christmas songs that you absolutely hate tonight. 937-457-1290. Now here's one. This is like... (laughs) This is depressing. This is a depressing song, and this is a Christmas song. And this was put out in 1973 by John Denver. Let me know if you've heard this one. I'm sure some people have, but... On it, this was a hit. I don't want to see my mama cry. I mean, I appreciate the sentiment and all, but wow, that's pretty bad. In case you ever wondering why mommy was kissing Santa Claus, yeah, daddy was drunk over there in the corner, wrapped up in uh, Christmas wrap. 937 457 1290. Uh, Kimberly in Eaton, Ohio. What's going on, Kimberly? <laughs> oh, that was terrible. Isn't that awful? I just an awful song. I mean, I look, I appreciate it. I really do. You know, nobody wants the uh, the angry drunk guy in the house getting uh, soused on Christmas. I understand that. But yeah. man, oh man, that song would make you drink. Probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty rough. Yeah. Um, so my uh, song that I would like for you to blow up is Oh Christmas Tree. I hate that song. Oh, now um, this this is the Oh Tannenbaum. 
right? Oh, oh Donna, and then they change it to Oh Christmas Tree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here we go. So wait, wait. Well, can I tell you? Yeah, why? tell me why you hate it so much. So I hate this song because, you know, uh, we Dad had a pickup truck, and um, there were three of us girls, and we were visiting him on the weekend. And he was dropping us back off at Mom's house, mm-hmm. and I sat in the middle of all four of us sitting in the front of this pickup truck. It was mm-hmm. a little squishy, and they locked the doors and kept singing it. Over and over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so I need, to, I need to go away. Now, if I play this, you're not going to, like, uh, have some sort of PTSD moment, oh, are yeah. you? Yeah, well, I might be drinking, and maybe my kids will start playing the other. All right, all right. Well, we'll blow kidding, it up, though. Kidding. We'll blow it up. Here we go. Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, you stand in standard beauty. Oh, that's whiny, isn't it? There you go, Kimberly. I appreciate Does that, that feel better? Hey, oh, it feels so much better. Well, I got you. Do you want to ask Santa if you're on the uh, naughty or nice list, I, or I do you already know? I answer. I might cry. I might have to say something like the other guy. Well, you know, on my daily show, I asked people the other night... Um, if they're on the uh, naughty list, what they did. So uh-huh. are you willing to confess anything that you may have done? We'll see. Okay. Let's, let's see what Santa said. All right. Ho, 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 ho. This is Santa Claus. Let me check my naughty or nice list for your name. Kimberly. Oh, you're on the naughty list. Of course I am. <laughs> uh, so, Kimberly, what do you have to confess? Uh, we just we determined the other night that the best way to get onto the nice list is to uh, is to just cleanse your soul here. So, do you yeah, have any? That's a little scary. That is a little, a little scary. The lying to my kids count? Oh well, I guess it depends on the lie. It's all in good fun, right? But I got the stupid elf. The stupid oh, elf. Oh, the elf got, on the shelf? I gotta, yeah, I got to move them. I had to put a reminder in my phone. <laughs> I, kept, I, kept, I, said, I said the elf was tired of getting one to move. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. you know, I it, think that's like, okay. Maybe there's probably like, something else. Well, it's like kind of like the tooth fairy whenever the tooth fairy doesn't come. And I say it's because they didn't clean their room. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Well, I, sometimes I just gotta lie because mom forgets. I understand. Parents lie to their kids all the time. There's nothing wrong with it. I think that's part of being a parent. Oh, good. Then so, I'm not on the so, naughty list for that. Well, well, I think you're still on the naughty list, but uh, you still got time, right? You got a couple of weeks to turn it around. We'll, we'll see if I can figure this one out. All right, Kimberly. Right, I pr- appreciate your call. That line's open 937 457. 1290. Shoulders, uh, I don't think we need to bother to ask whether you're on the naughty or nice list. But I want to know, Santa. Please? Ho, 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 ho. This is Santa Claus. Let me check my naughty or nice list for your name. Yeah, this isn't... uh... Why, you made the nice list this year. Are you kidding me? I'm blowing Santa up. So last year we had somebody call the show and uh, became very irritated 
with the fact that he was on Santa's naughty list. And my wife suggested that I play this callback. And this, it's, it's actually kind of funny, but uh, here it is. John in Dayton, what's going on, John? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you got a request, but before you do, would you like to spin the wheel of hose or ask Santa if you are on the naughty or nice list this year? I like to ask Santa. Okay, let's see here. Ho, 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 ho. Okay, Santa. This is Santa Claus. Let me check my naughty and nice list for your name. Oh, you're on the naughty list. Oh, ho, no, ho, John. Ho, ho, ho. John, you're on the naughty list. You what? You're on the naughty list. I'm a Christian and a very good person. Oh, well, you're still on the naughty list. <laughs> that's what I Santa don't see said. How that's possible. I'm, are, I'm an honorable born again. Wait, Christian. are you are you arguing with Santa? No, it's not possible. It's I'm, not I'm a good person. What? I, I, no. No, not at all. There's no, no I'm a chance. Good I I believe you, but but Santa is never wrong. I don't know where he got the information from, but the elves. John, the elves, the elves are always watching. Jesus is watching, too. I know, but so are the elves. <laughs> but uh, oh. I'm good. I tell the truth. I'm good, and I'm doing what's right out there. Okay. I'm also totally blind. Oh, okay. I'm totally blind. I'm good, and I'm doing what's right out there. I don't lie, cheat, or steal. That's awesome, but Santa says you're on the naughty list. What's going on, John? Something something is that, amiss. I don't know how that's possible. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, let's try it. You want to try it again? Yes. Maybe we'll try it. Again. Well, how about uh, maybe maybe we spin the wheel of hose instead? I'd like to try it again with Santa. You want to try it again with Santa? Yes. All right. Ho, 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 ho. This is Santa Claus. Let me check my naughty and nice list okay. for your name. John. Oh, you're on the naughty list. John, I don't know what's going on. You might need to file a protest. I well, would, If I were you, I'm, I would... I'm a godly person. I understand, but I would file a protest. Well, let's get to your request. What would you like to hear? Uh, David, uh, okay, it's, it's David Seville and the Chickmunks. Wish you a Merry Christmas. Okay. All right, you chipmunks. There you go. Ready to Here's sing your song? song? I say we are. Yeah, let's sing it now. Okay, Simon. Okay. Okay, Theodore. Okay. Okay, Alvin. Alvin. list is Santa knew he was going to request that piece of crap song by the chipmunks now I, let me guess you like that one too shoulders am I right I'm a little in awe right now of him how you know what he should know he's on the naughty list Santa gave him blindness for being oh, naughty you you're getting blown up for that First of all, let me say that I love your show. I mean, you're the bomb. The Evening Edge with Todd Holst. Often irreverent, seriously funny. I will never 
ever let our child be named Todd. The evening ends with Todd Holst. Call Todd now, 937-457-1290, or message him now at Evening Edge Todd. Often irreverent, seriously funny. sent that to me via messenger you can do the same at evening edge todd 937-457-1290 uh you can get the podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts of this show if you can't listen live you can listen while you're walking the dog or on a flight whatever it is you might be doing Speaking of flying, we have a uh, danger zone story. Do you know anything about planes? I am no fan of flying, but I, uh, you know, understand you sometimes you have to do it. And uh, anymore, it's become a real challenge, whether it's the booze, whether it's the uh, people being forced to wear masks, people are just losing their minds. It's like something is going on at the airports because we never used to have these stories of people going nuts. And it's not even just the mask thing. You hear those stories all the time. um, And that's bad enough. But it seems to me in the last couple of years, even last five years, six years before the pandemic. All kinds of stories of uh, people on the plane losing their minds or doing strange things. Here's a story. This is from uh, this is from Delta Airlines. This is a woman. Uh, this was in the last week or so, flying from Syracuse, New York, in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, she was breastfeeding on the plane. Okay, breastfeeding. Woman reportedly refused to uh, stop when asked by members of the flight crew. An image circulating online shows a message purportedly sent by pilots to ground control uh, about this woman. The message read, a passenger in 13A is breastfeeding a cat and will not put it back in the carrier. According to a flight attendant who was on the uh, plane, she posted on her TikTok, uh, this woman had one of those hairless cats so it looked like a baby. Her shirt was up, and she was trying to get the cat to latch on, and she wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier, and the cat was screaming for its life. Security reportedly uh, met the woman when the flight landed. They did not arrest her because apparently not illegal, but they said you can't be uh, breastfeeding your cat. 
What's the weird part of this story? I I, I figured you'd probably enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. But though I did think, you know, I I hate it when people take off their shoes on planes. That's like that should be banned. I'm I'm I think I'm more offended by that. People taking off their shoes than the breastfeeding cat. Right? Because the breastfeeding cat thing is only bad if you can see it. Like you see it happening. Right? And we've all been on planes. If it if it's not in your row or you're not sitting right next to them, you don't really see what's going on. It's not that big of a deal. But the smell of somebody's stinky feet on the plane, you can totally smell it. Now, what if she was breastfeeding off the cat? That might be a different case. Yeah, I. That might be where the lawn, uh, the the line is drawn. I'm not sure, but uh, yeah, that was a flight from Syracuse to Atlanta, Georgia. So maybe somebody uh, listening in Atlanta <laughs> knows who this woman is. I would bet. Look, if you are comfortable enough to breastfeed your cat on a plane, you know that's not the first time they've actually breastfed the cat. Right? I mean, that makes sense. You've done this before. You have an idea of what's going to be required. Uh, speaking of pets and strange things, we have a Dammit Dog before we end the things. Uh, the the show Misadventures of Dammit Dog. Dammit Dog! Well, we all love our pets, but we know that uh, dogs, particularly, sometimes can be just uh, idiots and pains in the butt. So, my wife. Uh, gave me a list of things that she wanted for Christmas. And one of the things that she wanted were overalls. But the one thing I, I make sure is whenever I buy something for my wife, uh, clothes-wise, I make sure she tries it on. And if it fits, then I wrap it up, and then she gets it on Christmas morning. The last thing I want is to buy my wife clothing that does not fit. And women's clothing, clothing crazy different sizes. You know, one XL is a different XL from another company. So you've got you to be careful. So the bibs came, the, the overalls came, and I said, here, try these on. She's in the uh, living room. She uh, takes off her pajama bottoms. She throws these on real quick and uh, discovers that they're a little snug. Not for her. So we have to get new ones. So she takes them off and she's putting back uh, her pajamas. We don't notice that Luna, our multi-poo, goes over and takes a leak right on the overalls. So I don't know if I wash them, try to return them, or if we're stuck with a pair of overalls that are too small. I'll have to debate that this week. What I want to get away with. Uh, well, thanks for listening uh, to the show this week. We'll be back next week. Same time, same station. Well, show Lomo, folks. Thanks for coming. Good show, old man. Bravo. That was wonderful. Game over, man. Peace out. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 